We now return for the exciting conclusion of Home Alone 2, reviewed without further interruption featuring Niall McGowan from Bat Minute and John Parker from Hedwig, Inch by Angry Inch. Enjoy! It's dark and it's cold and I feel I'm getting older And I wonder, are you watching move on let's leave the park we have a quick scene back at the toy chest where Aww. the the police and and mr duncan are on the scene checking out the damage or surveying the damage and the police you know i guess the inspector finds a note tied around a rock on plaza hotel secretary uh, um stationary excuse me with beautiful um, handwriting for a yeah time. i was gonna say my main takeaway is the penmanship that Kevin has is moi. It's chef's mm. kiss. Beautiful. I can't um, write like this now. Yeah. <laughs> it does. The, the way that it does strike me though, as, um, cause I was, I was a kid who had to, I, I, I still have terrible handwriting, but I, I had to go to a special class, uh, Same. to like try to rectify my, they gave me a special, pe- like, I don't know what was special about it. It was just a blue pencil, but I remember like, this is your special pencil. This is what you, because it will help you write better. But it strikes me as a very like this would have taken him like forty five minutes to write that whole letter like a literal <laughs> yeah like every every letter is a lot of effort is put in there yeah so did you did you grow up in in Full Metal Jacket did they make you march like you know this is my pencil there are many like it but this one's mine <laughs> it might have been more fun if they did yeah. to be honest with you <laughs> it was just a really boring to... class. They just made you. They just put like they just put down letters in front of you and be like, okay, write between these two lines, replicate that exactly, and you just yeah, do it like over and over. Yeah, hundred times. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, and then you'd yeah. be going like, all right, go write a sentence now, and you go right, back to normal. It's like, no, do it the way. It's like, well, if I do it that way, it's going to take me like fifty minutes to do to write a sentence. What the hell's the matter yeah. with you? And now I'm so out of practice. Like my handwriting's worse than ever because mm-hmm. all I do with a pen is sign something or date something. So when mm. I actually have yeah. to write. A note, it's like, this is a mess. Oh. Because I just use a computer. See, I have all my notes for Batman and this, actually. They're all handwritten. Like, so... Wow. It's well, it's, but it's one of those things, it's like, I just know... I just need to kind of... To see the the idea of the word. And I'll remember mm-hmm. what it was. Though, <laughs> you know, if it was, like, months ago, I'd be like, oh, I have no idea what this is. But, like, yeah. you know, when you write something recently, and a day later, you're like, what's that? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> what that is, yeah. <laughs> but... It is very sweet that he left this note, though, explaining what he's done, why he's done yeah. it. Mm. I did find that really, really cute. Um, yeah. I mean, as a kid, I probably did, but this time around, especially, I was like, "Oh." This one day, at one point, though, it's, it's going to be that, like, all right, Peter McAllister calms down about the the, the grand um, <laughs> room service bill. It's like, by the way, Dad, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, uh, a, a large shop glass window is expensive. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God, quite, yeah. In this, quite in, a bit of this, money. In the center of New York as well. Like, I imagine I imagine that costs more money. Yeah. Because it's all relative on. to where you're located, right? He gets in touch yeah. with uh, Mr. Duncan. He's like, you know you owe me for those presents too, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was just doing that because I knew you wouldn't have presents for the family. I just assumed you would pay me back later. Like, oh. <laughs> It's okay. You can pay oh. in installments. It's fine. Are those – are the presents from Mr. Duncan? Oh, yeah. That's what like I the, took away. The oh, that to makes... come in a minute. 
That yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I never made that connection. I thought just like the hotel kind of were like trying to, you know, ah, grease up this family for not, you know, not press charges. <laughs> how we tossed your your unaccompanied minor into the street and let's let these mysterious toy deliverers into their room. <laughs> yeah. Put well, all these yeah. Well, I guess they would know because the the you know, the note is on Plaza stationery and he does write and this was something I would do as a child as well. He puts his full name. Kevin McAllister. I would do that like, uh, you know, a birthday card to my grandfather, like something yeah, like yeah. A, a card to my parents or something. I would put my last name. Uh, I just remember that, one, so that of the, makes sense, yeah. one of the most adorable things I've seen in my life was one time my dad was writing an email. He never writes emails. Mm-hmm. And he at the top, he was like, how do I put my address over at the other side? Because, you know, when you write oh, a letter, oh, you, you, you yeah. put your address at the top and then the address of the other person on the other side. And he's like, how do I do that? And I was just like, Dad, you don't need to do it. It's an email. Like, but he was just so like, because he's a guy in his 70s. He's like, well, I've never sent one before. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, that's quite cute, though. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just oh. really like, oh, just yeah, stay that innocent, man. Like, believe that you need to do that in an email. Because <laughs> all you actually just... need to do with these people now is like. Like with one thumb, send something on Twitter to someone and be Yo. like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." It's like that's essentially what you're doing. It's the same thing. But. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, no, it is. It, I, I do love this letter though, and and yeah, that's what then does lead to the presents. Um, it mm-hmm. is because oh. it's because a Kevin helped, and b not only did he help, but he's gone out of his way to sort of make things right. Mm-hmm. So so Mr. Duncan's just like. That's a good kid. He needs he needs something kid. positive. Yeah. Quite he asks about insurance. He asks if he has insurance for the window. <laughs> Consider it. Like yeah. I'm sending you these presents, but if you could just pop your details down on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a kind of weird Willy Wonka-esque quality to him. Like Mr. Yeah. Duncan. Like, I can imagine he's like trying mm. to rope Kevin in to be his heir somehow now. <laughs> <laughs> you could take over the toy store. Yeah. It's like imagine it would have been a sequel. It would just be like, yeah, now you've got a free ticket to Duncan's uh, toy house. And it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> half the toys will kill you. But yeah. if you win. <laughs> if you survive. I do also love that, A, the toys are all very old-fashioned toys. Yes. And, B, um, that it's, it's based on a real shop. Mm. I don't know if you've mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, we touched on it briefly. I don't know. I know that they... This is kind of a stand-in for FAO Schwartz, which is sort of the the famous big toy store. And does that deal in a lot of old-fashioned kind of toys still these days? I would guess not. I haven't been there. I don't know if there's a chain. I certainly haven't been to the one in Manhattan. I would guess not. I think they probably do have a lot of... Uh, you know, dolls and action figures and, and mm. the type of toys that don't take batteries. But I'm assuming that it's a lot of video games and, uh, <laughs> you know, even Lego has the, the batteries and motorized and robotics and yeah, all sorts of a, modern toys. I quite like the older toys. Like there's a mm-hmm. shop here just down the road, actually, that's just deals in repairs of old toys, like old dolls, doll houses. Yeah. You know, proper old teddy bears. I don't know how the shop stays in business, but that's all it does. Mm. <laughs> it's like a, mm. it's like a toy hospital. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and there's something about like where the, a little more, you get a little more input from the child, or bring a little more, in imagination to it versus something like a video game where you can kind of just sit there and it presents everything and there isn't anything for your imagination to fill in. That's my that's problem nice. with modern yeah. Lego. Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. They all look cool. But when I was a kid, if you wanted Star Wars stuff, you, you had to make an X-Wing out of normal Lego pieces that made a house. 
you're like, right, mm. how can I make an X-Wing? You didn't buy an X-Wing. Mm. You had right. to come up with something and be like, okay, yeah, that, that kind of looks right. Uh, like John, John getting into the back in my day. You guys... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it, it, it's... I know the modern ones look better. They do. They look loads better. But it is less creative. Like the whole point of Lego is like you go out of your way to to come up with things and design stuff. Whereas now it's like you just follow the guide and there you go. You got your X-Wing. Yeah. 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 There, there was a weird thing during the 90s, I think, being a 90s kid, where the, there was a generational um, uh, sort of sh- split mm. in the portrayal of Christmas presents. Because a lot of these things would have been written by people who, you know, obviously grew up in like the '60s and stuff, and what they would have got for Christmas would have been like, you know, a, a single rocking horse or something like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, or like, a, like you know, oh, it's a, it's a one cowboy pop gun, something very low tech, and you should be, oh, that's magical, and you should really appreciate what this is. But of course, in the '90s, things have changed entirely. And you're constantly getting bombarded with all these cool toys that you have to have. And it does this. But then you watch this in movies and you end up, as a kid, I always felt guilty for getting so many Christmas presents. Because you're like, oh, yeah, in the movies, it's always like they'll get like, particularly like British. Mm-hmm. Like uh, British yeah. uh, or just uh, Irish Christmas specials will be like, the, you got a Satsuma. And that was the Christmas <laughs> present. Like... That was part of the whole treat was getting a piece of fruit on Christmas morning. Well, because back when that was actually a thing, that was a big deal, wasn't it? Like, oh my God, yeah. fruit. So you have oh. the guilt of that as, as, in, in the 90s because all the stuff you're watching was written by people who were like, back in my day. You... <laughs> Although now you, know, you felt guilty and like, oh, I got like a like a Sega or something. Like that's way more expensive. Yeah. But now we're getting, because they had that 8-bit Christmas just came out. You're getting to our generation of like, oh yeah, back in the day when I was a kid, you used to get computer <laughs> systems for Christmas and it was the greatest thing in the world and stuff. So Yeah, I'd get a Mega <laughs> yeah. Drive with Sonic and then I'd have my Super Soaker and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And you'd watch something, and you'd be like, "No, oh, he all he got was like a like a single, you know, cork for, but it's a really special cork or something stupid like that." Well, that's what that's what it seems like you get at this toy shop, like in a good way. Don't get me wrong; it's just um, it doesn't feel very nineties, does it? It seems like Kevin isn't the kind of kid who'd be into it. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's the kind of kid who would be into getting a Mega Drive. Yeah, he's into oh, gadgets. Genesis in America. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, the Genesis. Or it's something like the Talk Boy. Yeah, he's kind of into the gadgets yeah. and stuff. But I think that's kind of cute, though, that he he still does like that. Because I think as a kid, that, that was me. I, I got the new high-tech stuff. You know, I got my games consoles and things. Mm-hmm. But I was more than happy to get old. To- like, I used to always love just playing with dominoes. <laughs> you know, mm. like that, was a, that was a treat. Oh, I, got, I got more dominoes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. that was always it is always true of of like particularly really young kids. This is like you can get them a fancy thing, but then they'll just like want to play with the box. Like it's yeah. just yeah, yeah. We, there's a joke in my family about um, the I don't know if you have it over there in the UK, but the straw uh, that we use for Easter baskets. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah, it's just like this. Uh, I guess it's like plastic grass, but it's like this fake straw that people use in baskets and they put the the chocolates and whatnot in for Easter baskets. But uh, yeah, when my niece was was younger, I think she was probably like five or six. And I forget the gift, but the gift was packed in in this Easter basket straw. And like the rest of the day, she's just playing with <laughs> this plastic grass. Like the, the toy was was discarded. It's like, I don't want that. I'm going to play with the, the packing material. That's where the fun is. <laughs> kids are smart. They know so, yeah. that the packing material is going to be thrown away in the morning. The toy is mm. still going to be there. <laughs> so play with the packing material while you can. While you can, yeah. yeah. 
there you go. I feel, um, I feel that we shouldn't skip over the because like we've we've kind of zoomed in towards the the hotel, <laughs> but like there is of course the great reunion between Kevin mm-hmm. and Kate again. Yeah, but let's again, get to. I just want to say let's so let's get to uh, the mother Kate who is running through Times Square, and we see there's a there's a clock. We can see it's one fourteen a.m., which kind of makes sense because the 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 bandits, the sticky bandits, were planning their heist for midnight. So yeah, so it's one a.m. She's running through Times Square with her wallet out, flashing a picture of the family, going, you know, have yeah, have you seen this boy? And um, um, I'm, I'm sure you two have lots to say, but I want to just start off. So she approaches a policeman who's sitting in a car. Uh, so this officer is played by the great Ron Canada, mm. who's had quite a career. Who I'm, I'm sure many people recognize because he has been not only in this film and DC Cab and Adventures yeah. in Babysitting. DC Cab is yeah, a DC genuinely Cab. great movie. <laughs> no, genuinely, me and I put it on thinking this will be a funny bad film, and at the end we were no. just like, "That was great." That was great. Mm. Um, so yeah, Ron Canada was in DC Cab, but he was also in. Uh, he appeared in episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, oh. Deep Space Nine, Whoa. Voyager, and The Orville. Oh my God! Get him in Discovery. Come on, what are you doing? Was <laughs> yeah. he doing the classic yeah, thing of like a, appearing as a different character each time, or did they actually yes. give him continuity? No, and then he's a, yeah, he's a different character each time. Perfect. Oh. So even better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. that's got, he does look really familiar, but I couldn't place him. So I've seen all of the things you've just listed. So probably yeah. one of those. <laughs> I think he's in because uh, I looked briefly into him myself. And I saw these in, like, mm-hmm. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honey, I Shrunk the Kids, of course. Uh, yeah. ju- like, just a couple of things that caught my eye, because I was like, oh, I watched that. It was, uh, like, Just Like Heaven, the uh, Reese Witherspoon, Mark Ruffalo rom-com, where she's a ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But it turns out she's not a ghost. She's in a coma. I was like, at the end, of that, you're like, <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> what Ghost coma? What the hell is this? Astral <laughs> projecting. Uh, he's also... Uh, uh, as witches call it, crossing the hedge. Yeah. Mm. Oh. He's in uh, Getting Even with Dad as well. So another Macaulay Culkin. Uh, oh. I was kind of hesitant to say classic, but no. <laughs> He's another Macaulay Culkin film. Another film that exists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like Richie Rich. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. there. It exists. Yeah. It's also surprising. Yeah. He's, in, um, he's in The Man Who Wasn't There, but not the Coen Brothers movie. There was another movie called The Man Who Wasn't There. There was uh, something with Steve Gutenberg and Jeffrey Tambor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the appropriate response, I think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because most of those guys, oh, Steve Goodberry is an instant like, ugh. <laughs> why, why was he a thing? Well, because cutters, the police you academy. You, yeah, the Stonecutters, of course. <laughs> Stonecutters and police academy. There you go. Both of you are correct, I think. <laughs> um, I also noticed he's in something called Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> which like looking into it like, oh it's just child's play it's just a rip off of child's play he could <laughs> he could keep lying to make the nose grow and like poke people's eyeballs out and stuff with it i, hope, I would hope that his weapon was the nose if, if you're going if you're going to think oh yes pinocchio yeah like, but, but revenge for what though he's just like you know what i'm i'm sick of all those goddamn assholes who were so mean to me when i was a puppet i'm turning myself back into a puppet and going after them He's probably just sick yeah. of existing. Come on. He's not meant to be alive. Mm. No. Have you read <laughs> Did you read the description of Pinocchio's Revenge? Uh well, I I, I, <laughs> I did see it. I was, it sounded to me like, oh yeah, it sounds like Charles play. Is there more to it? Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, just the uh, yeah the the wooden puppet belonging to a deceased deceased serial killer. So it's yeah. <laughs> I really I really want it to be a diseased deceased diseased killer. deceased serial killer. Yeah. Um, That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah. But no, the, so, the reunion here in this movie is it's it's very touching actually. I know you said now a lot of this didn't didn't move you, but what what about this bit? I I think uh, to me this still gets me. No, no, this didn't get me either. Didn't get you at all. <laughs> so again, it was just like, oh, I remember the the first movie. It was a big moment, but now I think it's it's because of yeah, there's there's more jokes in this version. It's a sillier little, film, yeah. Yeah, yes. and he has to like, oh, that worked fast. I was like, hey, you're kind of undercutting it a little bit. And I think it was more the aftermath then too of like oh, they had this big reunion. Cut to the next scene. Kevin's shoved into a room with all the other family while Kate goes and sleeps <laughs> with her husband. It's like, wouldn't she be like clinging to him for dear life? The second time you lost this damn kid. <laughs> like, spend Christmas with him. Don't just be like, all right, we got you. Get in the room. Get in the room with the rest of us. It's old news now. She's like, oh, well, okay, we've solved it. Fine. Just go in there. Go in there. <laughs> I need some sleep. She gets over this awfully quickly. What I would think the danger is because part of the reason this keeps happening is there's so many children around that you yeah. can lose one in the mix. So let's stick Kevin back in this room with nine <laughs> other children where he can get yeah. lost again. Yeah. That awesome. should be the final scene, a post credit scene. If it was these days, it would be like, <laughs> they head back home. And it's like, where's Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> or just be like, where's Buzz? And that's him just doing him like buddying around with Tim Curry and messing, messing yeah. up his day again. Buzz's spring break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So this is nice a nice reunion um in front of the the tree at Rockefeller Plaza or oh, Rockefeller yeah. Center. Um it is nice. Um and I do see so then it cuts to uh, I assume that you know the next morning and now it's snowing. It's, a, it's it'll be a white Christmas. And now I see as the the truck is there are loading presents onto luggage carts in front of the plaza. I do see the Duncan's toy chest logo mm. on the side of the chest because usually every other time I watch this usually I'm just I'm mean, just admiring the snow because it's a pretty scene. Just it's seeing quite the snow good. fall in the city. Yeah. Quite good snow considering it's, I assume it's fake snow, right? Yeah. It usually it's is. When they film Christmas fake. movies, it's usually like spring. <laughs> um, yeah. But it looks um, quite real. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they'll get lucky with there being snow on the ground when they need it. But I think even though this, this was filmed in the winter, but I think it's safe to assume the actual falling snow is just someone right off camera throwing like instant potato flakes or whatever they use. <laughs> it, um, it doesn't look bad though. Usually in movies, you're like, that's not snow. What are you doing? Yeah. But this, I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 I buy it. I, I was more confounded within the room, how this negotiation ended in this scenario where Fuller has got the bed, like a giant bed. I know why he's in a giant bed by himself. Right. We see the crumpled cans <laughs> next to him. But with the, I would imagine they would be like, no, you sleep on the floor, kid. Or like they'll be like, yeah. we'll put them in somewhere. Like they're all lying around on the floor and stuff. Can't be comfortable. Like all the you know emergency cots and things like this. How mm-hmm. do you get this giant luxury bed? Like, right. was it just that he cried until they're like, all right, just leave him in the bed by himself? Or like, well, I, I guess if you pee the bed. It's easier to clean than if you pee all over the carpet, right? Eh, I suppose. So. Yeah, but they're not. It's a hotel. They're not. Well, they're kids. They're not cleaning it anyway. No, but for the hotel. Be... <laughs> so the parents are probably thinking about the hotel billing them. Yeah, I guess well, it no, is cause... easier to flip a mattress than to have to like shampoo the carpet and stuff. But Just like, because the... I would think the other younger children, certainly like Kevin, we've seen has gotten bullied out of his own room before. But I would think at least Buzz would, you know, would would shove. 
you fall her out of the bed and, and you know claim the comfortable spot. <laughs> that's that's the one thing Buzz is scared of is getting peed on. And that kid <laughs> just just clings onto the bed for dear life. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm not gonna risk it. <laughs> I think it's one of those rare occasions where he he's doing the right thing, but because he just doesn't want to annoy his mom. Basically, mm. he's like, okay, okay. fine, whatever. Mom's well, been through a lot. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah you can imagine Peter been like, Buzz, just like, to take on my size, like, just don't do yeah. this today. Okay, just just yeah. one day. You can bully Fuller all you want tomorrow. But. Yeah. Well, and I, what I was going to say is I wonder, we, we all kind of assumed the issue was that Fuller would urinate while he was sleeping, but maybe it's more of an animalistic, like he marks his territory. Oh, like he's a, he's awake peeing on the bed and that's, and then all the children scatter, you know, the, mm. the, the children that had been in the bed will get out of it. And then Fuller's mm. like, well, it's my own urine. So I don't mind sleeping in it. Yeah. That's it's deliberate. <laughs> we never, that's I don't deliberate. think we'll ever get an answer to the mystery when he wakes up here. Yeah. Is it is it is it is it dry in there or <laughs> is this gonna be like another like okay you also ruined the mattress that's another <laughs> that's another grand so. I, I think yeah. you're onto something there Sean because Fuller not as much in this movie obviously because you don't really get as much Fuller but he seems to revel in the fact he wets the bed mm-hmm. he seems proud of it he thinks it's yeah. funny I guess so it maybe if it gets him it deliberately. If it gets an empty giant beds to himself, it's yeah. like I've, I've found an easy way to it's win. Like, this this pays off. I wonder. I, I wonder is is Karen Culkin like is he on cameo or something? Can I get a ah. is there some way I can speak with him and get his? I know he didn't write it, but kind of get his take on the character. With maybe well, that was part of his motivation. He's like, yeah, I always imagined Fuller is just uh, you know, it's another Batman. Uh, <laughs> another batman villain origin story he's the urinator it's like yeah i just uh, i find whenever i piss i get my you know i get a room to myself i get a bed to myself so uh, i just kept doing it i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up live on air let's see the people like if he's in trouble with someone else he just pees his pants in front of them and they just back off freaked out he's like i got away with it again this is great yeah so we see so the well, the, so the 10 children are piled up on like sofas and couches and uh, I don't know if it's like a rollaway bed or a couch that extends into a bed. And they're they're like flip. Like so they like they're like feet to uh, like feet to head, like alternating. Mm. But as we know, like the, the genitals are still lined up. So I'm not quite sure why they, <laughs> why they why they have they that arrangement. Some people like having smelly feet in their face when they yeah. wake up in the morning, I guess. This actually was, uh, I thought, was um, eerily prophetic with it being, again, Kieran Culkin uh, and just then seeing, like, Kevin's head pop up next to him and stuff because, of course, Kieran Culkin played, Kieran Culkin, sorry, uh, played Wallace Wells in Scott Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my Mm -hmm. favorite recurring jokes in that movie is, like, Scott Pilgrim will wake up and be like, oh, and then Wallace will pop up next to him because he's sleeping in the same bed for some reason. (laughs) And then next to Wallace, Wallace's boyfriend will pop up. I'm like, what's happening over here? And it turns out yeah, it keeps happening throughout the movie. There's more and more people in the bed each time. So seeing Mm -hmm. Kieran Culkin waking up and then a bunch of people (laughs) lying around sleeping next to him is like, this is this guy's future. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me just report he is not on Cameo. Oh, yeah, but he's yeah. he's getting those succession yeah. bucks these days. He's too he's too big for cameo. I think at this point, <laughs> you might have got him like ten on cameo. <laughs> nah, but Snoop Dogg would do it. Like Snoop Dogg will appear on whatever you want him to appear if you give him a couple mm-hmm. of bucks. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> I think Kieran Culkin might f- fancy himself. Like, well, I'm in a big fancy HBO show now. Like, I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah. So, Maybe ten years ago you would have got him, but not now. Maybe ten years from now you might get him again. Ten years from but, now. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. It'll pop up. Well, when, um, when years, do, when we'll be back do... here in 10 years' time to see if Kieran Culkin's on camera. <laughs> I'll set a reminder. 
<laughs> when they do go rushing off, you know, they wake up, it's Christmas. Yeah, they go rushing off to the tree. Because the kids all believe in Santa, mm-hmm. of course. So the kids are like, oh, there's going to be presents. Well, ex- <laughs> there is a debate about that, isn't there? It's like, well, Santa doesn't visit hotels. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and will Santa know where they are? Like, first Santa will go to Chicago and like, oh, no, they're on vacation. Then the Santa goes to Florida. It's like, wait, they checked out. You know, then it's a the Santa just give up for a kid. Yeah. 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 Like when I stayed with my grandparents, it used to concern me. Like, what, what, will I get the presents? Like, what, yeah. what's happening? I do like too, because the fact that Phil is the first one up and he's the first one to think of it. And when Kevin's talking about it, it's as if like he wasn't excited at all because he had reached the foregone conclusion that like Santa ain't showing up. Like he, yeah, he yeah. would have, he would have laid in to like two p.m. that Christmas day. He's like, well, why yeah. would I get up? There's no presents to get. So yeah, our, he's probably thinking, well, my, my own parents don't know where I am half the time. So how is how is this Santa fella going to track me down? <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, uh, that that's the next sequel then. Yeah, Santa can't yeah. find him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it Santa's? Is it from Santa's point of view, or is this his mission the yeah. whole time, or is it just Kevin wandering from place to place, going, "I still didn't get any Christmas presents." <laughs> no, it's from Santa's point of view because then the next one is the crossover. Ah, that does seem like a Christmas movie that should happen, though. Like Santa can't find a kid. Like that. That seems like yeah, dark, like, Nile. <laughs> oh, but I didn't think you'd have that. It's like, oh, there's one kid in my list. I can't track them down or something. Like it'll be. I can imagine that being like a, a Tim Allen Santa Claus sequel of some sorts. Like that'd be, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, there you go. Write that. Do that, Hollywood. Make that happen. Yeah. Well, it's better <laughs> than half the. It's, I don't think you can get. I don't know if they'll do it with Tim Allen these days. I know he's oh. on the. Yeah. They replace him with Chris um, Evans <laughs> for Buzz Lightyear. So Who, who's a modern Tim Allen? Who could it be? Um, um, what's the guy from Parks and Rec? Chris Pratt. Uh, uh, Nick Chris Offerman. Pratt. No, 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 right, Nick. Nick Offerman. There I was go. thinking, what? Not Chris Pratt again. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Offerman would be cool, actually. That that yeah. I could see working. Oh, that would have been that would have been the real nail in the coffin. Though, it's like there's a new Buzz Lightyear. He's voiced by Chris Pratt. It's like, God damn it! Would you stop with this? Oh, the best would be he does Buzz Lightyear with an Italian accent. Uh, <laughs> it's a me. It's a me, Buzz, Buzz. Lightyear. <laughs> a Buzz Lightyear. To l'affinitata. Ah. So then um, we, we, we cut back to the park, getting back to uh, the film we're <laughs> supposed to be watching. Um, we cut back to the park where uh, Kevin is remembering his friend, the pigeon lady, and he's not, you know, I haven't brought you uh, a home or warmth or any of these hundreds of presents or anything of that sort. But uh, yeah, here's a, here's a fragile little ornament that you have to worry about breaking. Oh, <laughs> no, I think that's nice, though, because... He's a kid. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't really understand that this is going to be a burden. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he probably thinks that's a sensible present. It's like, well, she can't have a big present. Mm-hmm. She might be just more it. like, oh, like a little shiny trinket. That's more like the magpie lady's thing. She's down <laughs> there around the corner. It's like, you go get her. It's like, she'll love it, though. <laughs> yeah. You see around the corner, like, oh, shiny, shiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, it's just dawned on me that I forgot to bring something up a second ago. When they're, when they're opening the presents. Mm-hmm. Um. I have one problem with something that happens. Buzz, Buzz turns good, right? Mm. Sort of. Yes. He's he's doing a nice thing. He's, <laughs> he's maturing. He's growing. You know, he understands now. Yeah, you know, he he gets family. But mm. yes, he's like, I think Kevin should open the first gift. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Mm. But then he doesn't let him do that. He gives yeah, him the but... first gift. <laughs> yeah, violently throws it across the room at him. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, they all just start digging in. There's no, yeah. like, ceremony. And I don't think Kevin does get it open first. 
This is more he got. <laughs> but even technically, he didn't even get the like, Buzz was already holding a gift, so it's like, yeah. well, I guess by default, I am the first one to have it. But <laughs> I know in a movie you can't show like everyone open one at a time, and we'll all watch and talk about it. Yeah, okay, I get it. But at least just show Kevin open one, and then they all go nuts. Mm. Mm. I think you don't see, see what any of the yeah. gifts are either. Like it's just well, maybe like, oh, we we would have hoped to get a little bit more product placement there. If we opened the, <laughs> And it's like, oh, no, it's another one of those talk boys. Yeah, just throws it behind his back or something. Not one of these. Everyone gets a talk boy, and then... Uh, <laughs> you get a talk boy. You get a talk boy. Everyone but John and Niall gets a talk Everyone boy. Everyone but yeah. John and Niall. <laughs> Remember they brought out the girl one, talk girl. It was pink. The talk mm. girl, yeah. Mm. For the they lady. put a bow on it. That was, that was the way it worked back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Pink um, with a bow. Was, was the joke with that that Sony had the walk man? Oh. Uh-huh. So they walk the walk, and uh, the other company talks the talk. Yeah. Talks the talk. And, it, and it's for boys, because that's, that's for yeah. men. That's for old people. Is it the same company, or is it like just just like, oh, it's a, it's a knockoff? Like, well, a knockoff yeah, is not- obviously... I'm assuming that the, the, the talk boys were high quality products of the you know, oh, of the greatest order. Absolutely. It, they, but it, yeah, no, it wasn't from Sony. It was from a different company. So, uh, uh, but huh. Maybe that's why they never hear them anymore. It's like, oh, they got sued into oblivion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry for derailing you, by the way, because we had to move back into the park, but it just dawned on me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's a good point, though, because it is a real... I I also felt that when I was watching. I was just like, yeah, this whole big thing of, like, giving Kevin the present. All right, everyone just starts tearing into the thing. It's like, well, where was the ceremony of Kevin getting to open the first present? Well, well, now I have just Googled as well. Um, uh, We can buy... A talk boy on eBay. Ooh. Uh, let me see. Oh, there's one for twenty seven sixty, but it's missing the battery cover. Oh my god! One in the box is seven hundred pounds. Yeah, the complete Holy. in the box. There's Holy. a. I can get a refurbished one that comes with a cassette, which is important because I don't know where you'd buy a cassette these days. It's mm. it's two two ninety nine ninety nine, and that's in U.S. dollars for um, refurbished vintage nineteen ninety two talk boy. Oh, Hang on, here we go. Look. Vintage Talk Boy. I have tested the buttons working, but I have no cassette. Here you go. The bidding starts at £10.50. Mm. And there are two days left on the auction with six mm. bids. There you go. So, so what I need to do is I need to set up a Patreon and people need to give me money so I can buy a Talk Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's oh, a watch um, version of it as well. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I did not remember, I did not know there was a watch until yeah. Googling it on eBay and seeing the, the Talkboy watch showing up. That's oh, a lot cheaper. Really? Was that, I thought that would have been the... way swankier. I thought that would be more expensive. No. no. I think it's going to be crap of sound now. You're not going to record properly on that, are you? You're not going to get a whole tape's <laughs> yeah. worth. Yeah. Although you're mentioning tapes, weirdly. Uh, this is so off topic. The... Uh, the wrestling company, Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. they had a pay-per-view event the other the other week. And the, a couple of days ago, as of recording, they brought the event out on a double VHS that you could buy on their website. And uh-huh. everyone was making fun of it. They were like, why have they done that? Why have they done that? Within the day, it sold out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, it's yeah. going to be one of those things. VHS will be back. Like, yep. it'll, be, it'll be the hipstery thing to do. That they yeah. Have. Like, I get it. I still have, have very fond memories of VHS. I always have. Admit, yeah, but that's found... just because of the nostalgia. It's not oh, good. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and that, that will be the entire like reason why people – because not you're not getting a better picture on it. Kind of thing. No. So, no. It's not like vinyl where it's like, oh, there's a legitimate reason why you want to listen to this. 
It's like, no, it just it reminds me of when I used to watch VHS tapes way back yeah. when. Well, that's the thing as well. Like you mentioned vinyl, but the, the current thing is bands bringing out their albums on cassette. All the mm. cool hip bands are doing cassettes. And yeah. it's that exact reason. It's like, well, cassettes sound considerably worse, but everybody's <laughs> just like, well, yeah, but it's cool. Well, there's cool. one thing we did we didn't mention. Uh, we didn't mention about cassettes. So Kevin did also give a cassette to the police way back in the park. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, when we were first in the park, <laughs> where it said like, it, it, and his excellent calligraphy said, "Bad guys saying they'll kill me." <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's a good thing he was he planned in advance, where he was like, "Yep, I had this." Because again, it would have taken him about half an hour to write out that label <laughs> with his handwriting. So yeah, uh, I still yeah, always never well, understood like within within Home Alone lore, they never really deal with like, okay, so after this, they're going to need that kid to testify, like. The wet band or the sticky band is now going back to prison. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you be like, oh, they escaped from prison? That's, they, they just said uh, they were going, and now we got on a tape of them saying some they're going to kill some kid. I would imagine there would be more like Christmas Day would be like the policeman, like, okay, uh, we need to take your son in for questioning because this is the second time he's had a run in with these with these guys. It always seems like yeah, as soon as the wet bandits, sorry, sticky bandits are off screen, they are just forgotten about. Just, <laughs> like, yeah. As if that wouldn't be like a huge court case of like, okay, you guys have to go in. This kid has to go up and up on. Oh, I guess the, the oh maybe because they did blatantly confess to everything. Maybe it would be an open and shut kind of deal. But well, I wonder. So we get the we get the kind of the, the final reaction when the um, room service bill comes. But what happens when the aunt and uncle get back to their t- or the the working crew show up after you know on Monday? to resume refurbishing this townhouse and they see the destruction there. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Those poor workmen. Yeah. Are there, are there any any unsprung traps that are waiting for them? Oh, this is yeah. a dangerous situation. Oh, my God. Think of the lawsuits. Yeah. yeah. Going as like a freaking thing of battery acid right above the door or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't get up with that. Oh, Christ. Yeah. What is that arc welder still hooked up to the pipe? Someone goes yeah. to turn on the faucet and they the skeleton. <laughs> Or is there any way to link it back to Kevin? Because like they caught the sticky bandits in the park, and it's just them saying he, they're going to kill him. But mm-hmm. is there anything to indicate that they were in that townhouse? It could be like, oh, the, no one knows what happened there. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy you know, must have happened. They were going to rob that store. We caught them in the park. Yep, those are the only two locations they went that's to. It. Like, that's yeah, all we know. Cut and dry. Okay. Uh, I do love uh, just the... The final little bit of uh, indignation for Rob Snyder there, for uh, all yeah. people who hate Rob Snyder, <laughs> including myself. I do not like Rob Snyder. I think these <laughs> days his stock has, has well and truly fallen, hasn't it? I think I, I saw an interview with him quite recently on YouTube where they're doing one of those things, of like, you know, going back through all, like, all, they're getting, you know, like, oh, Michael Shannon talks about his greatest characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he go into, oh. like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, proper, like, proper roles that made him famous. And then Rob Snyder and all of them. Were racial stereotypes all of them yeah. they were all just like oh i used to know a mexican guy so i just started doing the mexican accent and that became the character or i used to know you know an italian guy it just kept going on and on to them like it's all you yeah. do is just make fun of people's accents <laughs> Rob. Like, this is you one made of the rare occasions he doesn't yeah yeah that's because probably yeah. not rob schneider at this point he's just some guy like mm. his star hasn't risen yet but if it'd been like 1996 <laughs> yeah maybe he would have he would have been a humorous you know, minority of some sort that yeah, they would, like, yeah, yeah that they, they, they'd amp up the comedy that way. But uh, thankfully, not, thankfully, not fortunately, to be, not to be yeah. done. Yeah. 
just the plain old Rob Schneider. Yeah. Um, that kind of brings we- us to uh, to the end. Aww. Yeah, that's it's so weird, though, because like as of recording and it doesn't seem like it's ever going to change at this point. It's so weird that like that shot of Kevin running away, like that's the end of the Kevin McAllister saga. Like that's the mm-hmm. last you ever see that kid is him running away and that weird kind of it doesn't feel climactic enough to me. Like cause you've been yeah. with this kid now for two movies. It kind of feels like uh, in uh, and uh, until next time kind of vibe. But it's been yeah. like. 30 years now. I was like, no. Nah. And Macaulay, like, fair play to him, too. Holding strong. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the new one that offered him, like, what, 2.5 million or something like that? Maybe more? And he's like, I guess actually maybe 2.5 million to Macaulay Culkin. But it's Disney offering it. That might yeah. be, like, that's that's small potatoes, man. Add a zero <laughs> to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, you you know who I am. I know who you are. <laughs> 2.5 million is nothing. Come on. Is, yeah. is that what they reportedly offered him, though? That's what I heard. Yeah, two point five million. Which actually is that's ridiculous. Unless it was for like a one scene cameo, but even that's ridiculously cheap. Actually, for it has to be. It would have to be like a yeah, small, very small cameo for that much. Yeah. I would think these days, and, and good that for him. Just for on his cameo page nah. on the website. Cameo. <laughs> well, I before we get to that final shot, I had one final question here as well. Um, the prices on the bill they're presented with. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, like even by. Uh, by today's standards, this is a lot of money. Mm. Like one pastry cart. Okay, I don't know how many pastries on a pastry cart. Seventy six dollars, and this is yeah. this is back then. The yeah, so this co- is almost thirty years ago. Jesus mm. Christ! Six custard flans, two hundred and ten dollars. Six custard flans, two. Holy crap! That yeah. is insane. <laughs> like, well, you know, I mean, whenever you get anything at a at a hotel. There's always well, like so the eight. Let's see, the eight strawberry tarts are seventy six dollars. So that's over nine dollars each, and that's before taxes and gratuity that are added later. Um, but yeah, room, I mean, room room service charges are ridiculous. But yeah, oh actually, yeah, the, the, time, the, the sorry, the pastry the pastry cart is two ten. Oh, the cart is two ten. The custard oh, flans are forty eight, but still oh, insane. So that's only eight dollars each. That's not. But, the, but those prices, like that, would yeah, be a lot yeah. now. Those yeah. like eight dollars each, eight dollars for a goddamn. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, two kids just eat trash as well. Like you wonder if Kevin would appreciate how good, like how high quality those pastries and stuff are. Like he might just ram them into his mouth and be like, "Well, whatever, that's great. Tastes sweet. That's all I need." Yeah. Because you know, nowadays, if you like, if you had that, but like a forty-six dollar for two pastries, you have to <laughs> savor every crumb of those things. So when, when, what year was this movie exactly? Was it 1990? It was 92. Because um, I want to see inflation calculator. (laughs) Right. So uh, adjusted for inflation. So that now, that $967.43, it would now be $1,907.20. Mm-hmm. Near Holy double. Holy crap. Yeah, near double. Yeah. That is... Uh, is there... But at the same time, though, again, to Peter McAllister, <laughs> I feel like that's... It must be just more the principle of it to him. He's like, well, of course I can afford it, but... Yeah. That's that's what he spends on his mistress's accommodation. Oh. Yeah. Well, the, the, so, the Plaza Room Service menu is online. Ooh. Um, now, I don't see... I don't think they don't have, like, dessert carts um, at least that I I've been want able to order to see, a but... load of stuff now, charge it to the next scene podcast, and then like <laughs> tomorrow morning, 
Sean is here as Brian. Like, Sean, you spent two grand on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, so just starting off in the beginning with breakfast. So they have cold cereal is $15. And what? I'm guessing it's it's the small little boxes. I don't know if they have those in, in Ireland or the UK. Yeah, but yeah. We have the, the, the single serving cereal box, $15. And now it does come with milk, but... Oh, so, oh, that's okay then. That's oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes up for it then. Does it come with like free cow as well? Jesus, yes. fifteen dollars. Like fifteen dollars for one, yeah, one single serving cereal, and then toast is nine dollars. Toast that or bagel, the so like of all foods. So the cheapest is two slices it's, of bread toasted. Is that doesn't even have the butter on it <laughs> or any yeah. kind of marmalade? That's another twenty dollars. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. Is it stuff made especially for the hotel, or is that cereal? Like, oh yeah, this is like Rice Krispies or something. It's yeah. It's, I, I'm guessing it's just yeah. This is Rice Krispies. Holy tea, <laughs> tea, which is basically just hot water and a bag of leaves, is ten dollars. <laughs> just man. a hot tea. This is just now. Like, like so, I'll, yeah. I'll never stay out of principle <laughs> myself. I wouldn't stay just in this hotel. That's just like that's disgusting to me that they would charge I, that I, much. I've, I've stayed in hotels like that before. Um, yeah. When I was in Dubai, uh, they were even more expensive. Oh my god! But the only time I actually got any food in the hotel was on one occasion when I had mm-hmm. to because my mom yeah. like broke her foot. So we were stuck in the hotel on the last night. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, well, we can't really go out. <laughs> but th- that was that was twenty five pounds for a burger, but that was in two thousand um and that's a lot. I mean they so <laughs> they have an it. item on the dessert menu. They have an item, the home alone Sunday. Uh, oh. what I'll do is I'll I'll read the description and let the let you Guess. Let the guests guess what it cost. Oh, okay. So this is the the Home Alone Sunday. It's 16, one six scoops of assorted ice cream, whipped oh. cream, maraschino. I assume this is for our family. I hope they're not expecting, you know, one person to eat this. Well, I love ice cream. I could eat this. <laughs> Maybe. All right. 16 scoops of ice cream, whipped cream, maraschino cherries, M&Ms, brownie bits, chocolate, caramel, and raspberry sauce. Mm. Oh. At okay. the Plaza Hotel, how much do you think that costs for room service? I'm gonna go. This might be correct. I don't know. I'm gonna say eighty dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. I was. I think you're lowballing it there. Oh, low. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think like if they want to tie it into this. Oh, oh yeah, hold on. Sixty-seven dollars forty-three cents. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be like one thousand nine hundred and ninety-two dollars. It's like oh, it came out nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> that's where you go. Now I'd say like. That's like 120 bucks or something. That's going to be ridiculous. If it's particularly if it's shared amongst a family, they'll be like, "Oh, you're sharing it with people." So 16 scoops, yeah. 16 scoops. You're both low. In fact, I can put both your estimates together. It'd still be low. It's $300. 300 Wait, for the home alone Sunday. Oh my god. So 3 I hope That's... you get to like it comes in a special bowl that you get to keep or something like that. That would be know? cool. <laughs> But then ice cream is expensive kind of... anyway, because even if you go if you go to a shop and get like three scoops of ice cream, that'll be like that'll be like five or six pounds, which is mm-hmm. like, what's that in dollars? I don't know, like eight dollars. Yeah, like eight dollars. Then multiply that times five. And, yeah, yeah. But this is done now, though. Has been like, oh, so how many nights is Kevin there? Because actually, like that that room service bill is probably actually fairly like conservative for what, yeah. <laughs> like what it could have been. <laughs> like, he's like, oh yeah, it's grand for all he got. That's actually well, good be, value at the, the the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, if he's there for a couple of days, getting every meal for room service. Um, yeah, well, I'd yeah. use the word meal conservatively. Oh, meal, know, uh, quote unquote. But uh, <laughs> yeah, chocolate syrup, whipped cream, bananas—is that a meal? I mean, to me, yeah. it is. Mm. 
I, I mean, mean they're lucky you, could eat it, you would feel like trash afterward, but you could still like it still functions as a meal, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're lucky he's 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 just ordering desserts. I mean, he could have gone in with the the Don Julio 1942 <laughs> tequila at eight hundred dollars a bottle. Oh, oh it really would have run up. A, uh, Johnny oh, Walker yeah. Blue is nine hundred. <laughs> like he really could have run up. You know, give him if he comes back in a few years when he's a little bit older, he <laughs> yeah, could really no, run up now, uh, the bill. Yeah, just how much would that just the room for Pete, Peter and Kate been then? Just to, yeah. for them to get that, like that would have been. Oh my God! Like thousands. I just wonder what they're up to because they. I think you mentioned in the textual talk when we were getting ready to record, Sean. That like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they they of course were flying first class, kids own steerage, and it seems to yeah. be a thing. It's like, yes, yeah, shove all the kids <laughs> into a room, and then we get like private, like like. I know from uh, Home Alone lore, of course, they end up getting divorced. So I'm just wondering, yes. is this like they just need private time to try to work on the relationship all the time? <laughs> Trying away from the kids. Trying no. to get away from this kid, yeah. Oh, well, Kevin's the one who gets away at the end, as you say. He runs off. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually insane as well. Like, so to get him back, have to travel you know, halfway across the world to get him back again. Then just shove him into a room. Like Kate doesn't spend the, like, the night hugging her kid or anything. And then the next morning, he just runs out the door again. And let him go. Oh, yeah. I'm, hi, I'm going to wander alone in New York City. Yeah. Well, that's okay. the next sequel again. It's Kevin yeah. on a road trip, getting away from the family. This should be just like the pigeon lady's like, I think I'm going to report your family to the police at this point. Just because this is this is insane. Maybe she should tell a tale of, yeah, my family went on vacation once without me and they never came back. And I've been living in this park ever since. Yeah. yeah, even if it's lies, just to freak him out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be like a great sequel where that that happens, but it's Macaulay Culkin is like the pigeon. He's the it's pigeon the- man, <laughs> and at the end, uh, the new kid gives him like a, a vintage talk boy as, as his Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it's like, and then it's like the end of uh, UHF where he realizes, oh, I can sell this talk boy for a lot of money. Now it's an antique, and, uh, and reunited with my family. I was thinking more like a uh, Wall Street too. <laughs> where, like, Gordon Gecko just ends up screwing over Shia LaBeouf to get himself back on top. So yeah. Kevin ends up, like, ruthlessly pranking this kid with the top boy and somehow inherits all that kid's family's wealth. <laughs> Instead of Gordon Gecko uh, sticking back the hair, it's him putting on that goddamn hat with the bauble <laughs> again at the end. Yeah. The iconic um, green coat. <laughs> Oh, we're we're making fun of it, but I I I love this ending. It, 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 okay, it doesn't work on the same level as the first one, but it still gets to me. I'm still like happy. I'm excited. Like, yeah, they got it. It is nice. It is nice. Yes, yeah. that is like, overall like, as much as you know. I, I made a couple across very negative about the movie. The thing is, it is very it is very enjoyable. Is the thing like it's yeah. even just getting to you know all the all the traps. They're all very creative. They're all great. So. If you don't like the rest of it, it's like, I had to stick around. You're going to get like a good 20 minutes of just Tom and Jerry-esque escapades then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're all top notch. Even I actually say in the new one, the traps and all are very, uh, you know, it's it's the thing about like, oh, if you're going to do Home Alone movie, you better make sure you got good traps. So. You got to get good traps. Yeah. So let's on on that note, I'll I'll use that as a as a segue into, uh, yeah, the 2021 Home Sweet Home Alone and on that note, please come back for our next episode where John and I will give their in-depth review of Home Sweet Home Alone. We'll see you next time on The Next Scene.